Yeah. Yo. 50 years of hip hop. 50 years of hip hop from Listener Power, KEXP. This is 50 Years of Hip Hop. I'm Roddy Nickport. And this week we're going back to 1997. This time we're not breaking down a song or an artist. You see, 1997 marked the worldwide release of the very first at home rhythm based video game, Harappa the Rapper. This game is yet another example of how hip hop and black culture at large set the stage for innovation in a whole other industry. Mike Sholars is an author who lives in Ontario, Canada. I am a recovering journalist, a writer, critic, editor, creative director, and I wrote a book about a rapping dog, Parappa the Rapper, for Boss Fight Books. We talked about the legacy of Parappa the Rapper and its effect on both video games and hip-hop. Tell me more about the vision from Masaya Matsura, the Japanese prog rock star, and Rodney Greenblatt the American visual artist, because you got to talk to both of them for your book. What led to this game's development in the first place? What's happening around 1993 is Nintendo was in talks with global conglomerate uh, tech company Sony to make the Nintendo PlayStation. What? Yeah, Nintendo slash Sony alternate reality type of thing. But it fell through and Sony was like, we'll do it ourselves. The problem is they don't have any games and they don't know what games are and they're kind of just... We'll try everything and see what works. Masaya Matsura was a, at this point, very celebrated Japanese musician, um, the head of the multi-platinum selling prog rock group called Size. That's how Matsura and Rodney Greenblatt, a uh, multidisciplinary American visual artist, kind of came across each other. He has this Sanrio-adjacent art style at times that um, really clicked with Japanese audiences. It's like Hello Kitty, but there's more person. It it is not solely designed to be on various goods, right? As if the things you draw on the margins in middle school kind of pop out the page. And when Masaya Matsura decides that he wants to make a video game and Sony's like, sure, whatever, we need games. Matsura wants to make one based around music. And all he really knew is that he wanted a game that used music sampling and was kind of like a playable drum kit. The soul of the hip-hop in the game came from Ryu Watabe, who translated all of the lyrics and all the raps from Matsura's Japanese into English. He is a Japanese guy who was bilingual, had a legit love of hip-hop, and was kind of one of those perfect unicorn humans right there at the time. And he actually is, in the game, the voice of Chop Chop Master Onion. And so, Parappa the Rapper, for lack of a better word, is a really weird game. Like, it's just really weird. It kind of feels like you're watching a movie in between the gameplay sequences. You're at a lovesick high school dog trying to date a girl who's also a flower. Well, here I am with the girl of my dreams, Sunny Funny. Boy, she sure is beautiful today. And the way he wins her heart is through like karate and driving lessons. Sometimes my favorite thing is hearing people describe what happens in this game because that is 100% accurate. But there wasn't a game like this back then. Like the idea that it was kind of a playable cartoon was extremely novel. And then it was a musical on top of that. 
So the plot is, in in essence, you play as Parappa, an insecure teenage dog who chills with his homies, but really doesn't feel like he's enough to win the heart of the girl he likes, Sunny Funny. It is in many ways the plot of Masterpiece, a goofy movie. And um, he decides that he needs to believe in himself. I know. I gotta believe. And externalize his value by basically leveling up. So he wants to be manly. Level one, he goes to a karate class. I trust that you are here to redeem yourself and to acquire skills that are necessary for your goals. He wants to have more independence. Level two, driving school. He's broke and wants to be able to flex a little bit. Level three, he gets a job at a flea market. He wants to impress uh, Sunny on her birthday. Got to learn to cook. Level four, he follows the instructions of a Martha Stewart-like talking chicken. Named Cheap Cheap the Cooking Chicken. I need to say that. (laughs) Every single day, stress comes in every way. I ain't got no time for nobody. My style is rich, dope, fat, and witch. We'll make a cake today that looks rich. And what I love about that is it sounds so absurd, and it is. But a lot like a Goofy movie and a lot of stuff that hits you and sticks with you, it's really just about him being insecure and learning to believe in himself. Because I think, crucially... He doesn't need to do all that for his friends to like him and for Sonny to like him. He didn't need to become manly. He didn't need to become rich. It's the best teenage insecurity simulator I've played. (laughs) And it's also a cartoon musical starring um, a dog and a chicken and a moose. You want to learn how to drive, huh? It's harder than you think it is. If you think you can handle it, try this rap. So why is he rapping? Like, like, you could make a teen drama movie or video game. It could be a platformer. It could be a, you know, whatever. Why, why use rap as a conduit for teenage insecurity? It was a mechanical choice. They wanted the game to play a certain way. They, because of the limits and advantages of CD technology, they had to use samples. And the gameplay of Parappa itself is like the game Simon. The teacher of the level puts down the line, you know. Step on the gas. Step on the gas, right? And then he, he responds, right? <laughs> exactly. Step on the gas. Step on the gas. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. And it's just call and response again and again. It's one of those brilliant light bulb moments where you're like, yeah, I guess rap would fit that best. Damn, no pause in between. Come on, let's jam. Step on the gas. Step on the gas. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. This is a game about rap, but it's not a game like Def Jam. (laughs) There was this fighting game, and I never played it. This fighting game called Def Jam that actually featured real rappers in like the early 2000s, like Snoop Dogg and Method Man, Um, and it was a fighting game. Forget the cold. Parappa the Rapper features no famous rappers, um, per se. I'm wondering if you can tell me a little bit about like what it was about Parappa that was so innovative. Um, Because as you mentioned earlier, like they made a sequel and they made another kind of parallel universe game called Um Jammer Lammy. And then it even led to games on a larger scale like Rock Band and Guitar Hero. So so where does Parappa, the rapper, fit in this canon of, you know, rhythm games? I'd say another trait of this relatively early time in gaming is that we are still figuring out what a game can be. And I feel like there is both curiosity and like shock, like, oh, Millions of people will just play a game about a little yellow mouth, like to a point where there was a quarter shortage because of 
Pac-Man or Pong, one of those. And athletic plumbers are going to cause like kids to skip school when new games come out. So there's like, I'd say a delightful discovery of this can be a game. Just because the rhythm is slow, that don't mean that you can't flow. In the rain or in the snow. In the rain or in the snow. And I really feel like that's what happened with Parappa and uh, music games. It was the proof of concept that people will flock to that synergy of I hit a button and a song happens. So much of what we understand to be music games is that, you know, you hit a button and music happens. You hit a button on your plastic guitar and Guitar Hero or Rock Band makes, uh, you know, in the fire and flames continue to play. But Parappa, as we said, is also this slice-of-life anime. It's a story. It is more of a playable musical than it is a music game. We didn't even talk about some of the, like, measurements of, like, how well the player is doing. The interface in this game is so simple. And maybe hip-hop enthusiasts and artists will appreciate. It's basically just, like, on a four-point scale, how well you're rapping, right? And it just says you, like the letter U, rapping. And the, the four tiers are cool, good, bad, and awful. <laughs> Which, isn't that just life, right? <laughs> you're feeling cool or you're feeling awful, right? Again. What? As you just said, this game presented like a world of possibility, like pressing the button, making music, and who doesn't want to do that, right? And so this game, Frap of the Rapper, sold millions of copies, both because of that gameplay But I do think something about the hip-hop element, right? This is the late 90s, and hip-hop at this point is, like, uh, you know, more than 20 years old. It's caught on. It's associated with, like, being cool, right? But I want to know, like, with that commercial success in mind, why hip-hop? Like, why do you think Messiah Matsura and Rodney Greenblatt decided, let's make this dog rap through his teenage insecurity instead of, like, you know, playing guitar or piano or like singing a song instead of rapping through it. This lands in Europe and North America in the fall of 1997. Tupac and Biggie died in the preceding 16, 18 months. I just, I remember as a kid feeling so trapped. I remember in the news, it wasn't called hip hop. It was all gangsta rap, you know, like the hard A. Like gangsta rap was the only way to talk about an entire art form. And there's one kind of music that's heavy in both sex and violence that's more graphic than the evening news and nastier, too. I think on its face, you see the rapper on the front of your PlayStation game. And yet you also see a bright yellow picture of a smiling cartoon dog. It is aggressively disarming. I think that in a lot of ways, uh, Masaya Matsura and Rodney Greenblatt were kind of ahead of the time in seeing the full breadth of experiences that hip-hop could speak to and encompass. If you actually look at like hip-hop history and where Parappa would play into that, it didn't feel like anything happening in the mid-90s. It felt 10 years before, if not 15 years before. A very, uh, you know, Sugar Hill Gang, um, De La Soul, Daisy Age type of vibe. And that's, I think, gives it license to be a little bit goofy and corny. Because it is like of an era where that was the expected norm. I need to go just as far as you. What I had this morning, I don't even want to say to you. Kick, punch, and the door. I feel like Parappa is 
kind of saved from aging because it is about hip hop in the abstract. Parappa isn't trying to be the best. He's not trying to get signed to a label. He's not trying to navigate the record industry. It's almost just like he is a teen and his tools are rapping. He just does it because he loves it. It's just like a friendly kid going around freestyling his way through everyday situations. I think there's just such a non-cynical wholesomeness, but openness around like, look at how more freeing hip hop can be when it can also encompass talking, singing animals and flower people and candy colored stuff, but still very much have the fundamentals of hip hop. The beats are fresh. The lyrics have been trapped in all of our brains for decades. It works. And I think it had this like almost like backpack era um, openness to the possibilities of hip hop way before we were seeing that, you know, as the standard. When it got to the end, he's like ruining Sunny Funny. It's kind of sentimental. Like, this really is a coming of age tale. What impact did this game have on you personally growing up? And and you mentioned that it helped you feel seen. Yeah. It also has a very sincere message. And I think that also just keeps making it relevant because feeling like you're shit and needing to find the tools to love or at least forgive yourself. That's not a 90s thing. That is not a rapping dog thing. That is a human thing. And most importantly, I'm Black, I'm mixed race, I'm Black and I'm Indian. And in video games at that point, I cannot think of anyone in my favorite medium, in my chosen medium that looks like me. And Parappa isn't Black, but he very much could be. And he acts like it. And it's more like he is facing insecurities that don't ice me out. So there's a universality to me to Parappa's approach to joy, to hope, to arts, to hip hop. Man, if I only had a car and a license, I could take Sonny anywhere. But there was a happy ending. There is, it doesn't end like, you know, Boys in the Hood. There's no tragic gun down for Parappa. He, like you said, does a solo rap song with his uh, with his idol MC King Kong Mushi, and he impresses the girl he likes. Like it's so human and so uh, not what I was used to seeing, and honestly, still fe- feels kind of rare to this day. We can go almost anywhere. It's a very sweet game, and I think it shows a lot about that, just like the power that hip hop has as a medium, especially from. For people who are like watching it from the outside, who you know, there's people who are like, I listen to all music except country and hip hop, you know. <laughs> and you go to those people with with this game, even those people could see something in this, something new about hip hop through this game that they maybe wouldn't have if this game were about any other genre of music. Even across its six songs and its general vibe, Parappa has a reggae dub track. It has break beats to. German prog rock. It shows that, like, okay, if across six tracks, we can show you that all of this technically feels right in hip hop. How much broader is it than you thought it was? It is, it is, it feels so true to me because anything can fit because that's what makes it such a beautiful art form. That was Mike Scholars, journalist in recovery and author of the book Parappa the Rapper. He talked with the game's creators and went behind the scenes with some of the artists involved in making the music for the game. The book comes out June 6th, published by Boss Fight Books. Mike, thanks for your time. This is awesome. Thank you for having me.
Shout out to our digital content manager, Dusty Henry, for helping me connect with Mike in the first place. I'm Roddy Nickpour, reminding you that you just gotta believe. It's 50 years of hip hop from listener powered KEXP, where the music matters. What is your favorite video game? Is it Parappa the Rapper or is it? I mean, I have a Zelda tattoo. That was going to be a follow up question is, are you hooked on Tears of the Kingdom yet? <laughs> I am so happy to be talking with you right now. But like I'm, I'm talking to clients for my job. And I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. Um, but in my background, it's just I want to be doing Zelda for as much time as possible.